As a woman, I just wanna say that all the parties involved were also women. And I find it really, really heartbreaking that I was basically put out of business by a bunch of other women. Madeline Albright said it best when she said, when women do not support other women, there's a special place in hell for them. You are listening to the award-winning The Young Jerks with Mike Crawford. Welcome to The Young Jerks podcast. This is Mike Crawford. Tonight in this episode, we're looking at what's going on in Alston, Massachusetts, Boston, Massachusetts, under the administration of Mayor Michelle Wu, related to the Sound Museum and artists and musicians in Boston being displaced and the city of Boston deciding to pick the winners and losers on who gets to stay open offering rehearsal space in the city of Boston. And it is not the group, the business, the family run business, the woman run business that's been around for 30 plus years supporting local artists my history goes back with the sound museum for so long even before this show but just from the start of this show wemf radio uh they offered us they were our biggest sponsor to get us going nine years ago offering us space this same business the sound museum that is being displaced by the administration and the council the just a bunch of shenanigans going on in the city of boston uh we're going to post some links you can you want more information about this we're going to cover this a lot more this is the first time we're broaching it but tonight the reason why we're doing this is because of a speech that was just given by Catherine desmond from the sound museum and i think it was very pertinent to put this out so people can hear it in a couple minutes and get an idea of exactly what is going on in the city of boston related to artists and small businesses and in massachusetts itself in a lot of cases, we're looking at cannabis. It's the exact same thing. Local and state governments deciding who wins and who loses, who gets to stay in business and who doesn't. And it's often based on money and backroom deals. And Catherine is calling it out and we're playing the clip. So let's hear from Catherine Desmond about the Sound Museum, which is going to be closing later this month. They're being displaced. Their business, uh, the lease was up. The building got sold uh, to a biotech company who promised to help the Sound Museum and all the musicians and artists relocate the city of Boston. And their arts council made a backroom deal. They got a building out of it, but uh, basically the Sound Museum is getting left behind. And it's really unfortunate and unfair. And we're going to be covering this a lot more. And I think Mayor Wu and I think Liz Breeden and a lot of these city councilors, they owe uh, the Sound Museum much more than they've given them. And I think that they need to find them a building. And I think that a lot more people are upset than they expect moving forward. We'll see. We're going to be covering this. Mike Crawford, let's hear from Catherine Desmond about what the city of Boston has done to their business. Okay, Catherine Desmond. Is this you? Uh, I think they're both working, Megan. Beautiful. Please state your name for the record, and you have two minutes, Catherine. Thank you. Uh, my name is Catherine Desmond. Uh, I'm here as the director of a newly formed musicians' workspace ag advocacy nonprofit known as Sound Museum Boston. 
here as a representative of and as one of over 300 rent paying Boston musician tenants and dozens of Boston small businesses who were businesses and workspaces who were displaced by development this past year. I'm also the owner of a 38 year long Boston woman and LBGTQ owned and run small business that was the provider for these musicians and renters that were displaced. My business, RSI, also known as the Sound Museum, was founded, listed, and documented as a vital cultural asset and an anchor institution of the Boston music community by the Mayor's Office of Arts and Culture, and its continuance, protection, and sustainability was documented as to be included in any, negoti in any negotiations with the city that involved redevelopment of the location we were renting. It was supposed to be part of the mitigation that our business and our tenants and their small businesses were provided for for relocation, any temporary space necessary during relocation, and the continued sustainability of our anchor institution and 38-year-old Boston small business. A letter was drafted from Councillor Braden's office that said our business and our tenants and their businesses were supposed to be part of the negotiations to create solutions for affordable musician practice and workspace, but we were excluded from any meetings and any negotiations for six months while a third party private organization owned by a city hall employee negotiated on behalf of her private business with the city offices and other, other parties involved and negotiated the complete opposite of what was required and requested for our business, particularly our relocation and rebuilding, our temporary space during relocation and the sustainability of our business. During these negotiations, there were supposedly, there were supposed to be primary addresses, may I go on? Um, this was to primarily address the displacement of not only our anchor institution, our vital cultural asset, but the hundreds of musicians and small business clients and tenants of ours. But no protections were negotiated for any of these parties by the city, resulting in our company and over 350 tenants being evicted at the end of this month. I emailed all the parties and city offices constantly for months advocating for this to not happen and was ignored. In the end, during March to September 2022, the city and a private third party basically negotiated a free $20 million piece of real estate for the city that included the building of a carbon copy of my business and empowered a third party city hall employees private company and the chief of MOAC to basically steal our life's work and hard earned proprietary clients and hand them over to Kara Elliott Ortega's publicly known intimate partner and our competitors business, the record company. So in summary, what happened was a third party private individual under the guise of a fake business that is not listed as a business in the city of Boston or listed by the secretary of state as an actual business known as art stays here, negotiated a carbon copy of our business for the city of Boston and negotiated temporary space for our tenants and clients, but ultimately was handed over to the romantic interest of the chief of the mayor's office of arts and cultures, competitive business for them to run instead of us. So now my business belongs to the city of Boston and is being run by the boyfriend of Kara Elliott Ortega. I find this displacement and this conflict of interest is a huge ethics violation and something 
I can't be silent about and need to bring to your attention. I've tried to bring this to, to the multiple offices attentions by writing and calling multiple times and have received no response. So I'm appealing to all of you publicly to say that as a Boston native and someone who has devoted her entire life to a Boston based small family business, I find this abhorrent, disgusting, and the city allowed this third party private company that was not associated with my tenants, is not associated with the Boston music community, and was able to negotiate my business away from me and into the hands of the romantic interest of a chief officer of the mayor's offices. I should also add that I have shared documents from over 300 of my fellow tenants and clients as well as there are copies of dozens of letters written to the city stating their desire to support this anger institution to the mayor's office and to other offices that we as a community provider needed to be sustained. They wanted to say, stay sound museum tenants. They wanted to support the sound museum staying in business. And they also said they would go wherever the sound museum was relocated in the city of Boston. This was their choice by 350 people as their choice of mitigation for losing their workspace. Because of this displacement due to the building they all rented was sold. As a woman, I just wanna say that all the parties involved were also women. And I find it really, really heartbreaking that I was basically put out of business by a bunch of other women. Madeline Albright said it best when she said, when women do not support other women, there's a special place in hell for them. Thank you very much. Thank you, Catherine, for your testimony. Do we have anybody who wants